kid's over there. He's rolling up his sleeves. And next thing you know, he's just digging in the horse manure. Just keeps digging, like pulling out manure hand by with his bare Welcome hands. Welcome to the Jared Williams Show. What's up, Jared? What's up, man? How are you? <laughs> <laughs> People, it's so funny because like we we always enter these podcasts laughing about the stupid joke that we just made before that we won't repeat on the podcast because yeah, because it's, 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 it's just a dumb. dumb. It's just real dumb. <laughs> and then people are never gonna, you know, that'll be the premium paid service. Like, get in on Jared and Joel's stupid jokes. Pay us four ninety nine. <laughs> Dude, that is, be not gonna be, that is not going to be worth paying for. What? There's no That's way. That's like three jokes a week, man. Like, you know, like, think of all the laughing that we just did. Like, people could participate with that. That's worth five bucks right there. It was only funny because it was so dumb and we said it ourselves. Like, that's the only reason it was so funny. Uh, I'm not dissuaded. Like, yeah. where do oh, I yeah. sign up? So I you feel know? like if you didn't say it yourself, it just wouldn't be funny. Like, you'd be, so here's the like, thing. They'd be looking at us like, here's the thing. retarded. No, they would think that until they said what we said to themselves, and, and then they would laugh. laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'd be True. like, "Damn, that was worth my five dollars subscription fee." Whew, <laughs> these guys are, these guys are good. I, mean, I, I like this. Jared Williams. What do we? What do they do that on? Like, what's the service they do that on? Oh, Patreon or uh, Patreon. Yeah, there's gonna be a there's Patreon. other things. It's gonna be five dollars mm-hmm. a month. You get to All. get before the show, after the show, the jo- dumb jokes. Dude, that'd be a lot of work for five dollars a month. No, uh, we just roll the camera earlier. Yeah, but then you gotta like cut that and then go post it on Podium and then pr- promote it and blah 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 blah. That's yeah, a lot of work. Think about the think about the re- reciprocity we'd be uh, enacting with it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it'll work. <laughs> hey man. <laughs> well, sometimes you just gotta just gotta get after it. You just gotta give it a shot. Yeah. Okay, well, now that we're here, it's Wednesday, it's podcast day. How's your week going? Good. Real good. Yeah, yeah that's good. <laughs> <laughs> How's yours going? <laughs> good. Real good. I want to talk about the pony and the poop today. <laughs> Jared, this isn't the part before the podcast. Sorry, I know. You have to I know, say I know. that. You know, you got to say that before. There's like a, there's an actual true story behind this. I really want to talk about it. It was a good story. Right. Poop and pony, man. I'm down. Down pooping poop the pony. pony. So I was, I was at church and I heard a story from this uh, church I've been going to down here in Florida. The they had a guest speaker, Mexican dude. He was super fun to listen to because he used mm-hmm. words like amigo and essay. Uh. And it was sure. it was just fun, right? Anyway, mm-hmm. he tells this story about these actually this guy that's got two twin kids, right? Mm-hmm. And he was telling it in one light, and I'm sitting there thinking of it in a totally different manner. I was like, this mm-hmm. totally applies to like business and where you're at, like when you're growing your plumbing business. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Like this story just like gets it. So mm-hmm. I wanted to tell it on here because I thought it was a good story. Sounds like a good plan. I like it. You want to hear it? Nope. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, let's hear it. (laughs) So (laughs) the story was about this guy. He's got two two twin boys, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, he's got one boy who's a total pessimist. Like nothing can go right. Never happy with anything. And then on the other hand, the other boy is a total optimist. Like always sees the best in the situation. Never sees the wrong. Never sees the bad. And the dad's like, okay, 
I got to teach these kids a lesson. Like life isn't always pessimistic and life isn't always optimistic. So I need to teach them sure. both a lesson. Sure. Right? And so he, he starts with the pessimistic kid and he takes, he goes down to, I don't know where you buy this kind of stuff nowadays. He goes down and buys a, you know, an Xbox and a PlayStation and a new computer and a big screen TV and like the cool chairs to play video games in with the speakers mm-hmm. and the headrest and, and <laughs> cup like, holders, you yeah, know, cup and... holders and like mini fridge and stocks are full of mm-hmm. soda and mm-hmm. takes it up to his, his pessimistic boy's room and just like sets up his room, like super cool with all this new equipment. Right. Mm-hmm. He goes and gets his pessimistic kid, and he's like, "Hey, come check this out." I almost went Mexican there. Um, I saw that. I saw you thinking about it. Close. (laughs) It's like this is a bad idea. (laughs) No, can't do this accent. No. Nope. (laughs) Anyway, takes his takes his little boy up there, his pessimistic boy, and and he's like, the boy's sitting in the cool chair with the speakers, you know, on his head, and Mm -hmm, he's mm -hmm. like, "What do you think?" And the boy's like. Ah, it's cool, but I mean, all this equipment is going to be outdated soon. Mm. And the and the dad's like, "Geez, Louise, man, you can never see the good in anything. Like, you just got all this cool stuff, and you're just going to it's going to mm-hmm. be outdated soon." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Well, whatever." So he gives up on the <laughs> mystic boy. He's like, "That's man. funny." <laughs> yeah, it's a good story. Uh, maybe I can do something about the optimist, right? Because mm-hmm. he's always an optimist, and life is just not full of optimism. Right. Mm-hmm. So I need to teach him a lesson. Like, how can I teach him that there's hard times in life that sometimes life is full of crap? And he has mm-hmm. this idea. He's got an old refrigerator box, you know, like a chest freezer box. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, man, I'm going to put that in my garage and uh, fill it with something real nasty. So he mm-hmm. goes and he gets a whole bunch of horse manure and he fills that mm-hmm. whole box up with horse manure and then tapes it shut and he goes and gets his optimistic boy and he's like hey man i got you a present it's gonna be awesome like <laughs> it's not a chest freezer i promise no yeah it's, it's super better. cool it's in this it's box better. you're gonna be stoked it's gonna be the best thing ever so he takes his boy opens the garage door and he says it's in that box and his boy goes what's that smell dad <laughs> smells like horse manure <laughs> and he goes over and he he opens the box up, cuts the tape, opens the box up, and it's a box full of horse manure. And the dad's looking at him like, yeah, got him. Ha, right? Got him. Got him. <laughs> this will teach him. <laughs> teach him, right? He was expecting a gift, and, and mm-hmm. now it's just a box full of horse manure. Mm-hmm. And he looks at his kid, and his kid's over there. He's rolling up his sleeves. And next thing you know, he's just digging in the horse manure, just keeps digging, like pulling out manure hand by with his bare hands, right? Mm-hmm. And he's in the box now, like just shoveling out horse manure with his bare hands. And the dad goes, "What? Hey, hey, hey! What are you doing?" You know. <laughs> and the kid's like, "Dad, all this horse manure. There's got to be a pony in here somewhere, <laughs> right?" Just couldn't get rid of his optimism. Like I, neither mm-hmm. kid he can get rid of his optimism. And so mm-hmm. the whole lesson really to be learned was, like, which kid would you rather be? Sure. Um, Because when you're when you're in business and when you're growing your business, you know, when you're growing, sometimes it's it feels like you got served a box full of poop and you're just digging through poop. Right. Mm. Looking Mm -hmm. for that pony. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have the attitude, right, if you go into that with the, the perspective of, Hey, this is a box full of poop, you're never going to find the pony. Right. Sure. Right. But if you can go into that situation with the perspective of, I know there's a pony out at the end of this, I just got to find it. I got to mm-hmm. figure out how to get it. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the perspective that you want to go into business with. And then even when you're in business, you know, you want to maintain that perspective because there's going to be times in your business where it's going to feel like you're digging through a box of poop, you know, all of a sudden you're going to find yourself in a box of poop again and you're going to be in there digging. And if you can't see that pony, that's when you're going to give up. That's when you're going to stop. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the only difference between people who win it in business and people who don't, it's not, how hard they play the game. It's not how well they do in the game. It's literally the the ones who keep digging and the ones who stop digging, right? Mm, That's sure. the difference. That's the difference between mm-hmm. winners and losers in business. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if you can keep digging mm-hmm. over and over and over long enough and know that you're going to find that pony someday, you're going to find that pony. Mm-hmm. If you do it long enough, you're going to find the pony. And so I just thought that was a great way to think about it, especially like for, for me personally, like when I feel like I'm in a crappy spot and I'm digging through crap and I can just think to myself, mm-hmm. man, this sucks. I'm digging through crap. I got to remember the pony. I got to remember sure. the pony. Like the pony's sure. in there somewhere, right? I got to mm-hmm. remember there's always, a, there's always a good outcome on the other side of this. There's always a lesson to be learned. Sure. That, yeah. That maybe I haven't learned yet or, mm-hmm. or a mm, lot of, sure. you know, a lot of times you'll be digging through crap and, um, you know, I just read a, I read a book, which is a really good book. Everybody should go read called, uh, dude, I can't remember it now. What is it? It's about cheese. Mice and the cheese. Uh, yeah. I was telling you about it earlier. Like that. Remember that? Yep. Yep. Yeah. I don't remember what, but it's about my, I know I remember the book, but I don't remember what it was called. Dude, I'll remember it here some at some point in time anyway um dude i'm gonna remember it on this podcast because i feel bad people listening here don't have a book to go read um dude anyway it talks about getting new cheese like these mice and these guys they're in this maze right and they've got to find their way to cheese like cheese is all they eat right Mm -hmm. and so they they're searching they're searching and they finally find this cheese and they're they start eating through the cheese and they don't even realize that they're like eating through their supply of cheese mm. and then finally they eat through their whole supply of cheese and and they finally realize it dawns on them oh crap we ate through our whole supply of cheese and we don't know where there's any more cheese mm-hmm. and in fact they'd been out of the maze so long that they were scared to go back into the maze right mm, sure until mm-hmm. until one of them finally realized hey you know my situation isn't going to get any better unless I go get some more cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, unless I come o- overcome my fears of going in the maze to go get more cheese. Right. Mm-hmm. And he ends up overcoming his fears and learning how to cope with the hardships of the maze. And he ends up finding new cheese, right? He ends up mm-hmm. finding cheeses that he's never tasted before. Mm-hmm. And so just like, you know, in business, you're, you're digging for the pony. Well, you're going to find often when you're digging through your crap, you're going to go find your new cheese. Maybe this 
way of doing business that you haven't thought of before, or, you know, sure. this, this new type sure. of product that you can sell or mm -hmm. a new way of doing things, or maybe even a whole new business model to get into. Right. Mm -hmm. That's all going to come from you digging through the poo continually barehanded sleeves rolled up, digging through the poo. Right. 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 That's when you find those, those new cheeses, right? Right. Yeah. yeah, so it's like the the overall lesson is believe that there is a pony in your circumstance of trial. Yeah. Like I mean it makes it makes sense because well it makes it helps make sense of whatever current box of poo you're standing in. Because right. we all stand in boxes of poo at one point or the other. <laughs> yeah. Um Kostin, yeah. you can clip that, man. That can just fly by itself. There you go. It's easy. Um but it's a but if you realize that like in whatever situation that is, there's something to be gained of value, then it sort of I don't know, if nothing else, helps you make sense of why the heck you're doing this in the first place. Cause you're looking right. for something of value. And then yeah. on the way to find that thing of value, you will probably stumble upon things you didn't know existed. Yeah. Because well, you're in a box of poo, dude. There's gonna be a lot of interesting things in that box of poo. Yep. <laughs> just and you'll the only way you're gonna find them is if you're in there intentionally trying to look for the pony. Yep. Yeah. And uh yeah, I see how you can the two stories can correlate. Yeah. Um that one just like like the box of poo one, man, that just oh hit me right here. It's like, oh yeah, totally. What what's like what has been like a real world example for you where you were standing in your box of poo and then you found a pony? I mean, the whole time you're you're building your plumbing business, right? So like, because it's hard, it's not easy. Yeah. Like yeah. the, like when you first start and you get your licensing and your logo and you got a van and you get some tools and you start getting some jobs and you're doing work yourself, that part's pretty easy. But mm -hmm. the second you're like, Hey, I'm actually going to turn this into a business. I'm actually going to turn this into something that, can give me some income long-term and you have to go then learn new skills and learn how to apply them and fail at them mm. and do things that are uncomfortable for you. Mm -hmm. You know, like we talked about hiring a CSR, you know, um, like for me, that was really uncomfortable, right? Because mm -hmm. I had a hard time <laughs> giving up the control of something that I was already mm -hmm. doing. But it was a really good lesson for me because I learned that, man, if I give up the control of this and I trust somebody else to do it, then it frees up a bunch of my time. And then I can right. go do things that are, that are sure. more valuable to me, right? Mm -hmm. um, and you get to start changing those hats like we talked about. But that stuff is hard. Like when you're doing it, you feel like you're just digging through a pile of poo. Right? Yeah, sure. And even yeah. though it can go relatively quick, Mm -hmm. Where to where you find your pony, um, it's it feels like a long time. Sure, of course. You know, like I started getting my time back, you know, probably a year in, but then I didn't feel like I found that pony until two years later, two years after I started. It was like, mm -hmm. whew, I found the pony. Holy cow. Yeah. You know? And so the whole time you're just kind of digging through poo and and it's really easy to be like, does this even work? Like, yeah, is, is this it, even worth it? Is this even worth it? Is this, is this even going to like make money someday? Is this right. going to run mm, by itself sure. someday? Sure. Is all it, the doubts that plague you along yeah. the way. Yeah. That's part is, of the poo. 
is this going to be a thing that can like live long term and create wealth Mm -hmm. for me? Mm -hmm. Like, am I putting my energy into something that is actually going to be worthwhile in the in the end? Mm -hmm. And it's super easy to answer all those questions with. It'd be way easier to just quit and go get a job. Sure, just eat the cheese right in front of you. Not look for any new cheese. Yeah, eat the little crumbs right in front of you is what I would compare that to, right? Yeah, Um, and and I think if you can learn to be more optimistic and learn to keep your Mm. eye on Mm -hmm. on the pony, especially when you're growing, just knowing, like watching podcasts like this, I can tell you there is a pony at the end, Mm -hmm. and it's awesome. Like it's well worth digging through the poo. Mm-hmm. If you can keep your eye on the pony, then when you hmm. get, then you'll get there. Right. But if you take your mm-hmm. eye off the pony, that's when you're going to quit. That's when mm. you're going to stop. You might not quit altogether, but you might like stop pushing forward. Sure. Forward yeah. Forward. Your momentum will slow. Your momentum will slow down. You'll, you'll think, Oh, I'm good with just three or four guys. I'm just going to manage this business or I'm good with three guys and I'll just stay in the truck. It's comfortable. And it's not worth, it's not worth digging in the poo anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you have any ways that you could sort of keep yourself on track? Like when you wanted to quit, I suppose, or to Mm -hmm. sort of stagnate, what was your method to bring you back to, no, I got to keep on digging. I think everybody's got to find their own reason to keep digging. Sure. They know why. Yeah. If you know, like there's going to be a pony at the end of this poo. I think it's really important for everybody to find their own reason because like my reason isn't going to be the same as your reason. Right. right? Yep. Like me, I just, I wanted it so bad. I was so tired of being in the situation that I was in working for somebody else that I just wanted it so incredibly bad that no amount of poo digging was going to get in my way. Mm-hmm. And then like me and you have talked quite a bit, you know, there's like for me a big motivator is like when somebody tells me i can't do something Mm -hmm. or when somebody doesn't maybe not maybe they don't tell me they just i know they don't believe in me Mm -hmm. they they say it through their actions right that's what that's that motivates me right Right. i'm like oh i'm gonna do it now (laughs) i'm gonna find a way yeah yeah and so you mix that with hey there's a pony at the end like there actually is some some good that can come out of this, then it's like I'm going. Sure. Yeah. No stopping me. Yeah. 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 Cause because it seems like the tool of the business owner and the plumbing business owner is like, you know, there's a pony there. Mm-hmm. Like, cause you've seen people achieve the same pony that you're going for. Right. So yeah. what's what what's one what's one difference between the analogy that you made is that boy didn't know there was a pony in there. He believed there was one in there. Mm-hmm. But within the plumbing business, you know that there's a pony there. Mm-hmm. It's just keeping that in your sights yep. and like reminding yourself that this is an achievable goal. Yep. That there is this far off achievement that you can make. And it just requires you to stay in that poop for a little bit longer. <laughs> just and a little bit, just a little, little bit, bit longer. longer. And there's probably days where there was like that, you know, there's probably some one day at a time kind of days where you're like, I just got to do it one oh, day yeah, at a time. Totally. Because this day is rough, but I'm going to continue to make incremental movements like we've talked about that before. And then tomorrow will be a little bit different. And then eventually it'll be better. And then eventually you'll get your pony. Yep. And then you get to go find a new piece of cheese. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's like kind of ties back into like the type of people we have to be to be successful in business because it's going to take a type of person, an optimistic person who's either bent that way naturally, or you have to sort of get there or you have to fight off your pessimistic side, however that works for you. And you have to be turn into that type of person to be able to get to the other side. Cause I don't know if there is many pessimistic, successful business owners who are pessimistic the whole way. And then they somehow made it through and they said, (laughs) yeah, well, probably not. it, It barely worked. I think I'm just yeah. like I, I can't really imagine Eeyore doing a plumbing business and coming out the other end, you know. So Yeah, probably not. And I think probably like plumbers are probably, you know, pre I don't want to say pre-wired or pre-trained to kind of think the other way. You know, they're not really mm-hmm. very optimistic people to begin with. Mm-hmm. At least all the plumbers that I worked with weren't. So it can be kind of a new way of thinking for them when all of a sudden they're going into business and they need to be optimistic about where they're going so that they don't quit and they actually get there. It can be mm-hmm. difficult to make that, that transition, especially if you're not aware that you need to have that transition, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Especially if you think that you can maintain like your current pessimistic outlook, right? And that will be, that will be compatible with your success. Like you'll achieve your success right. and then you'll be happy or you achieve your right. success and then you'll be optimistic. Like, probably won't work. Yeah. And that's why I like, you know, going and soaking up all the information you can soak up, like watching these podcasts, watching other podcasts, watching YouTube videos is so important because you learn things mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I need to be optimistic about my plumbing business or it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, just going and soaking up as much information as you can. And then, learning these tiny little things, these tiny little hacks, right? Of, Mm -hmm. oh, I got to be optimistic. And then going into your day intentionally with, okay, I'm going to be optimistic about this. Mm, Because sure, because Jared, who's been there, who has Mm -hmm. dug through the crap, who has achieved a level of success with his plumbing business, you know, he said, I got to be optimistic to get there. Mm -hmm. And he said that there's a a good prize at the end, right? It's worth Mm -hmm. it. So I'm going to believe him and I'm going to keep my eye on the prize. Mm-hmm. And then like, if you struggle with that, I would probably, I would go as far as like writing that stuff down. Like mm-hmm. I wrote, uh, I think I wrote, uh, where is it? I wrote something about the pony on my board over here just to keep me, just to remind me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Who moved my cheese? That's the name of the book. <laughs> yeah. Boom. We did it. Good me. job. Who if you haven't read Who Moved My Cheese, it's a it's a good, super fast book. I read it in, I don't know, less than an hour. It's tiny. Mm-hmm. Tiny book, super easy to read. It's got some really good quotes in there. Um, really good way to think about, you know, your business, things that are hard, um, times sure. in your business when mm-hmm. things change and you're not sure what to do. This book lays it out really, really well. Mm. Good book. I'm gonna go read it. My wife got it for yeah. me for my birthday. Ah, oh, so sweet of her. You didn't even know it was my birthday. I don't even care. I don't know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Your birthday moves around so much. I don't know what to think uh, anymore, Jared. I know it's funny. <laughs> I Christelle is gonna call you and tell you it was my birthday, and I was like, no, Ayla thinks that. Ayla doesn't know when my birthday is and it drives her nuts. It doesn't matter because Christelle would call me and I'd be like, cool story, Christelle. I'm sure, you know, that's probably true. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a grand conspiracy, keeping your birthday secret from everybody. Yeah, I love it. I know you do. I love that you don't know the, my birthday. The, the, the mysterious Jared. Do you know my birthday? Um, no, but I could look it up. <laughs> Damn it. You're right. You could look it up. It is <laughs> yeah. public knowledge. Yep. Well, it's <laughs> on your employee file. Damn, yeah. savage. Just go straight there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have your employee file. I'm going I'm I'm to call our bookkeeper. I'm going to get that. Like, oh, uh, I need I need Jared's uh, just birth certificate, I guess. That'll work. <laughs> my own mom called me on my... Because my, <laughs> my birthday on Facebook is wrong. This is how this whole thing started for anybody listening. I changed my birthday on Facebook to like a few days from when I changed it. And then everybody wished me happy birthday. So then I changed it like for just a few days after that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a bunch of people wish me happy birthday again. And I was like, man, this is funny. I wonder how long I can do this for. Well, yeah. now Facebook won't let me change my birthday. So I have this <laughs> fake Facebook birthday set. And so nobody knows what my real birthday is. And even yeah. my own mother called me. She messaged me on Facebook. Happy birthday. On my That's awesome. Birthday. Mom. <laughs> I didn't say a word. Uh, I, I, yeah. I think she was trying to be funny, but part of me wonders like, did she forget when my birthday yeah. was? Yeah. It's okay. I uh, I barely know my own kids' birthdays, especially the yeah, year or so. Me neither. It wouldn't surprise me. Like if, if, And honestly, if my kids, when they're old and they change their birthday on Facebook to mess with me, I'll just be like, I don't know your birthday. I just... <laughs> it looks like yeah. you got me. Yeah. Like, oh, big I break. I purposely message them on their birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. I'll just message them on every Friday. Happy birthday. Like, Happy oh, birthday. Yeah. yeah. And then I won't get them anything for their real birthday. Nope. And be like, that's what you get. Yeah. yeah. That's what you get for lying to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> dad lesson. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> dad tax. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dad tax. It's like taking Halloween on <laughs> our candy on Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> dad tax. Oh, yeah. Dad tax. Yeah. Dad tax is real, man. Hashtag yeah. dad hacks, everybody. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right on. Anyway, who moved my cheese? Good book. Um, think about the pony digging through the poo. The two kids, like, who do you want to be? Yeah, I mean, even if like you know, outside of business, who do you want to be? Do you want to be the optimistic one mm-hmm. who's always having mm-hmm. a good time? Mm-hmm. You know, who do you want to be around at the end of the day? Do you want to mm-hmm. be around people who are Debbie Downers who are like, ah, you know, right? This sucks. Or do you want to be around right. people who are like? Hey, I'm over here just digging through some poo, guys. I know there's a pony in here. Come on. Yeah. Let's do it. Like me personally, I'd rather hang out with the poo diggers. Yeah. Right? The, the people yeah. who are optimistic, who see the pony and everything. Yep. Because they likely see the pony in you as well. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's profound right there. Dude, I'm a profound kind of guy. <laughs> I know. You have your moments. You have your moments. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, who do you want to be? That's that's that is the question though. Totally. I would so much rather be the optimistic guy. And that's Dude, not that is not like my um default. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't fault to uh super Mr. Super Optimistic. Right. Yeah. So man, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, you bet. I like that story. Yeah, that was good. That's a good story. Mm-hmm. Cool. We'll see you Feel next free. week for more poo stories. Remember, yeah, five uh, four ninety nine a month, uh, and you can get in on the before and after the jokes. That's actually not real. There's actually no subscription. Uh, just to make that clear, everybody.
Yeah. See you next week.